49ers cutback podcast time welcome to the show gonna talk about Brock Purdy all the news coming out of OTAs and it's good news for the San Francisco 49ers it's good news for Brock Purdy and it's good news for what could potentially be one heck of a quarterback battle during training camp thanks everyone for coming by really appreciate it lots of news coming out of Santa Clara we're gonna hear from Brock Purdy in this one we're gonna hear from Kyle Shanahan and all the things that they were saying about Brock Purdy potentially uh, getting close. And close, what does that mean? Well, that's what we're going to go through here. So Brock Purdy has always been thought to be what the 49ers wanted to be, the week one starter. Of course, Trey Lance, uh, the 49ers spent so much draft capital on him. But the leader in the clubhouse term was used by John Lynch when they were discussing Brock Purdy near the time he was going to have surgery. Brock Purdy had surgery March 10th. That was delayed from his original February 22nd designation for surgery due to swelling. So there has been a thought that maybe Brock Purdy's diagnosis uh, and timeline from coming back had been pushed back due to the fact that he had that surgery late. They had to wait for the swelling to go down. They thought that that was the best possible way for him to have a successful surgery because he was having a surgery that many haven't been familiar with. This used to be something that if you're a baseball fan, you heard of UCL tears as part of Tommy John surgery. And Tommy John surgery was at least a year, in some cases, 18 months. It was a significant injury that could sometimes end baseball careers. So hearing about quarterbacks getting it, uh, it wasn't good. And But there have been quarterbacks that have had UCL tears. But lately, they have been using a different type of surgery to put a brace in there and give it support. And this has limited the amount of time it takes to come back. They have regained strength. It has been a very successful format that they've done, yet they've only been doing it the last 10 years. So they had to make sure they waited for Brock Purdy to potentially get it right. And ESPN came out with a great article breaking it down completely. And Dr. Jeff Dugas is the one that came uh, up with this surgery. He was working with Dr. James Andrews, one of the most prolific uh, surgeons in the entire world in Birmingham, Alabama. And they said, hey, we got to come up with something in place of Tommy John. And they came up with this. And what's so great about it, and this is going to kind of go into the timeline for Brock Purdy, is the return to play rate uh, for this surgery is 93% following this procedure compared to Tommy John's 86 to 88%. So it's more successful. It, it's a lot quicker uh, timeline for recovery. Those things are huge. What I found really interesting, because remember the surgery is March 10th. Here we are right now, and we're you know at the, the end of May. So, I mean, it hasn't been that long. We know that the 12-week period was going to be the first part of June, and th this thing was definitely going to be reassessed after 12 weeks of post-surgery. So we're getting close to that. And this is exactly what Jeff Dugas said in the article. If everything progresses as expected, 
The throwing progression starts 10 to 12 weeks into recovery. It begins with throwing a half-weighted football and builds to throwing a prescribed number of balls at a fixed effort and distance. The final portion of the rehab is mimicking a game week by throwing roughly the same number of passes an NFL quarterback would have during the regular season. So 10 to 12 weeks. Well, then we had some comments from Brock Purdy about where his progress is. And this is what Brock Purdy had to say about his current progress with his injury. Yeah, I'm not necessarily sure, like, in terms of, you know, the timeline and are we on schedule? We've just been taking it, you know, um, from what the physical therapist, the surgeon, what they've said, um, what it looks like with guys that they've worked on, like, hey, this is like the next step. And we've just been following the plan. And um, really, it's just how your arm feels on a day-to-day -day basis and a week-to-week -week basis. And, and you go from there and you make decisions from there. So. Um, that's just where we're at. He's not really ready to put a set time, but he's just doing exactly what the physical therapist says. What the doctors are telling him to do is part of the rehabilitation. Well, Jeff Dugas said, we're getting to that point where potentially he could start throwing a football, right? 10 to 12 weeks. During Kyle Shanahan's interview, he said that Brock Purdy was going to start throwing the football next week. And with that being said, that's week 11. So, Brock Purdy's right in the normal window for recovery. It was Nick Mullins who had the surgery before, and 49er fans are definitely in tune with who Nick Mullins is, and he was throwing four months post-surgery. Uh, so this is not something that's out of the question for UCL surgery, and Brock said he's lifting weights, he's doing all the normal activities that you would normally do, so it appears he's regained his strength in his elbow and has come to the point or he's going to start throwing the football. He even mentioned working with quarterback coaches down in Florida, in Jacksonville, to make sure that his motion was correct as he comes back. So what is the propositions for him being ready for week one? Is this something that could potentially happen for the San Francisco 49ers? Of course, it's what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have been saying they've hoped, they've hoped would happen. It's what they've hoped the timeline was going to work out. Well, here's what Kyle Shanahan had to say about the likelihood of Brock Purdy being able to start week one for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, it's it's not really a moving target. It's that only God knows, and it's all estimates. So it depends what quote people have got from me. But, I mean, we're hoping for week one, and I feel pretty optimistic about that. Um, that's what we're hoping for. He'll be ready to play in week one, and um, usually that doesn't mean that's the day he comes back. Usually you got to come before that to make that goal, and that's kind of the goal we're hoping for. And don't have any reason to think differently. So Kyle won't say for sure that Brock is going to be back for training camp, but you can definitely tell by the way he's going about it that that is somewhat the expectation. He's not going to put that out there. We heard Brock earlier saying he doesn't want to put a timeline on it. They don't want to set timeline so that way people can point to a day and say, hey, this is when Brock is supposed to be back. They want to leave it more fluid just in case something happens. He has a setback whatever that may be. But you can tell Kyle Shanahan expects him to be back because he said, yeah, we want him to be back for week one. That would mean he has to come back prior to week one, right? And this is what we've said from the entire time that the injury happened. The timeline usually landed just before week one. All of us knowing that that's not really a realistic case for Brock Purdy to start game one of the season. Brock Purdy would have to come back just at the end of training camp at least during preseason to be able to get 
the practice time, be able to get comfortable, fluid, and for the team to feel comfortable with him throwing the football, you know, in a lot of different type of strenuous situations during the game. So he's going to have to have practice time. He's going to have to be checked out, you know, week in, week in and week out, day in and day out about how he's able to handle throwing the football. Kyle talked in the interview about him simulating all of his footwork, all of his drawbacks, everything with a towel in his hand. And he said it's not something that's just the surgery, but also quarterbacks do this to kind of save their arm. We can all remember the Trey Lance, you know, dealing with the the shoulder fatigue, uh, which, you know, Trey said is a real thing. But, I mean, Trey threw for 18 months straight, basically, and came up with it. So we're getting to a realistic timeline now where Brock Purdy could be available during training camp. And if that is the case, we're going to have a realistic quarterback competition. Now, most believe that when we were coming in, it was going to be Trey Lance versus Sam Darnold, and that whoever won was probably going to start the first four games of the season as Brock would be on the pup list. But listening to what Kyle Shannon has had to say, the fact that Brock Purdy is going to be throwing by week 11 of his recovery, it seems to trend towards the direction of Brock Purdy coming back at some point during training camp. Does that mean he's a, available that first practice at the end of July? I don't think that means that for sure. And I don't think they want to put that out there. What I think it does mean is he's got a realistic shot to come in and compete with Trey Lance and, and with Sam Darnold. And I think Trey Lance knows that he's got to go out there and prove everything he can during OTAs. He's got to leave no stone unturned as far as his development because the chances of Brock Purdy coming back and taking that job are good for the mere fact that we've heard John Lynch say Brock Purdy's the leader in the clubhouse. That automatically puts him there. But you have to be on the field to be able to hold your spot. Brock Purdy's not there and able to practice. Then Trey Lance is going to assume that number one spot, and he's going to do well. He also recovered from an injury, and from all accounts, is looking really good. And he's a very talented football player. So who wins this job is interesting. Brock Purdy coming back early definitely makes it more difficult for Trey Lance and Sam Darnold to potentially win this spot. So let's listen to Brock Purdy about what he says about potentially being ready for week one. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters. Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today yeah i mean i think for sure like my i feel good arm is feeling good um so to say i'm gonna be ready by this time or this time i just you know we're not trying to label any kind of timeline like that for sure though like that's a that's a goal right to um you want to be ready for 
you know, this season. And um, if that's the case, great. But um, like I said, we're just taking it one day at a time and don't want to say anything that, you know, we regret down the road or whatever. So that's the goal, right? I mean, that, that he's saying it. Yeah, I want to be back for week one. That's my goal. Uh, but we know this is a long term thing that we have to make sure we handle the right way. So let's not you know, say for sure this is going to happen. I'm not going to push myself beyond what I'm expected to do or what I should do according to the trainers that I work with and the doctors who give me the information that I need. And I think Brock Purdy knows that, hey, if something happens and you're not ready to go week one, you do have Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, and you could feel comfortable about this quarterback room. But he knows that that's his best chance to retain the quarterback position, is to be ready and be himself for week one. If he is, uh, likely he'll be the starting quarterback in San Francisco early on in the season. If not, it could get more interesting. If Brock Purdy doesn't come back during training camp and he's unavailable for week one, and all of a sudden he's on the pup list for the first four games, wouldn't that mean Trey Lance has four opportunities in four games to go out there and tear it up? And the one thing we've learned, especially in San Francisco, if you get a quarterback that plays at a high level, uh, just because there's an injury doesn't mean you're going to get your spot back. This was very clear with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. And of course, that was Jim Harbaugh's coach. But Kyle Shanahan knows the name of the game. And you want the quarterback that's out there playing the best. And if Trey Lance is hot and he's playing at his very best, why would you pull him off the field? But Brock Purdy knows that he needs to make sure he's out there. Kyle Shanahan wants him out there because of the spectacular play he had last year. And also, he knows this team is just better with three very talented young quarterbacks. Going to be an interesting offseason, but it does appear now that Brock Purdy could be back during training camp and potentially back for week one of the regular season, meaning the 49ers quarterback situation got a little bit clear. And why do I say clear? It's not so much clear who's going who's gonna to play, but it's clear the 49ers are going to have a very talented quarterback there, and they're going to have plenty of talent behind him. So Brock Purdy, will he be back? I think that's one of the fun things to watch, but it's looking like it's trending in that direction for the San Francisco 49ers and for Brock Purdy. Let me know what you think in the comment section down below. Do you think Brock Purdy is going to be ready to go week one? Uh, do you think this will be fun competition if Brock is out there going against Trey, going against you know Sam Darnold? Or you know, will that hurt the amount of snaps that Trey gets and Trey needs all the snaps? I'm, I'm curious what everyone thinks and who they would have as their quarterback one. Thanks for watching the video. Like if you haven't already. I really appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. 125 subs away from 4K. Moving and grooving in that direction, so appreciate everyone that subscribed recently. This is going to be a fun offseason. The 49ers have some very talented players. Battles all over the place. Why not have one at quarterback as well? It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to see who ends up winning the job, and if Brock Purdy is really back for training camp. Woo, it's going to be exciting. Good news from the 49ers. Lots of content still coming up. Can't wait. Until the next one, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.